Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bone Zone, the podcast where we talk about the show Bones and do as we want to bone. I am Jax. Across from me, the delightful Zenlu. Hello. How's it going, pal? It's going great. I feel like this episode was made for you. Really? A little bit. Oh, I'm so excited to hear why. The romance. Oh, I like it. Yes, you're right. Okay. So the name of the episode, I think, was The Girl in the Fridge. Yes, I made a point to write it down this time. <laughs> um, so again, the episode starts off with Angela talking about a dude she's boning. Yep. Todd, the bass player with big hands. <laughs> I was like, I guess that is all we needed to know about him. Those were the pertinent details from her perspective. My TV was being a little bit, or it wasn't my TV, it was me. I just tried to skip ahead, but I didn't do well. And I think I probably skipped ahead an extra five seconds. You're trying to skip past her sexual liaison? The commercial that came up before the show. (laughs) And so I, um, I missed like five seconds and that must have been the five seconds that I missed. And I'm real sorry that I missed that gem. I mean... It was literally her just being like, hey, so remember that guy, Todd, I told you about the bass player with the big hands? <laughs> that was literally the lie. And, and then Bones is just like, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> She's like actively trying to reconstruct a skull. She's like, Angela, please, I'm at work. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I did hear Bones say, so I heard Angela mention Todd. Mm-hmm. And then Bones was like, but you told me he was creepy. Yes. But, like, so Angela at some point had told Bones that this guy was creepy, but then nonetheless slept with him. I think you, this is the part you skipped past. So what her, the rest of her story was, bass player, big hands. Yeah. But then she was like, you know, it was really weird. I woke up this morning. Was it this morning or the other morning? Whatever. Not important. And she was like, he was naked, sitting up and looking at me with his base between his legs. And it was creepy. Oh. And then, but then, yeah, she went on to say something about something. And then. Something about him having a friend. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. So she realized he was creepy after they slept together. Yes. Okay. The next morning, his behavior was creepy. Gotcha. I was like, Angela, why are you still sleeping with this guy then? Well, honestly, though, like, she probably would, though, because as we learned later in the episode, she's dated circus people. So, I mean. Did I? I, I missed something Did you here. miss all these? She dropped a lot of like one-liner gems this episode. And I was like, oh. Like I didn't write all them down because I was taking so many notes. I started to be like, I'll never finish this episode. But she said a lot of stuff. Wow. I definitely have missed some things. So yeah. you're going to have to fill in some blanks for me. I mean, the, I well, watched it literally again, like that's really ago. the only thing she said. She's like, I've, I've been with circus people. <laughs> I mean, which is kind of offensive. Granted, everything I say on this podcast yeah. is offensive. But like... It was her, it was like a conversation get between her saying. and Bones, where Bones is like, you don't understand our relationship, it's not traditional. And she was oh, like, please, I've I been with that. circus people. Oh. You don't need to tell me about non-traditional. You know what? I remember Bones saying that line, but I missed Angela's totally. I mean, rightfully so. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what does that really mean? Circus people aren't human beings? Anyway. Also, are there really circus people? I don't still? actually think so anymore, but I could be wrong. And really, at this point... Like, a lot of them are just crazy athletes who are, like, contortionists. So, like, like, I I don't know if she means, like, Cirque du Soleil or if she means, like, the traveling circus that, like, does, like, the fair and, like, stops in these little backwater towns. like, bearded lady type of places. Right. Like, I don't know if you had this experience, but, like, when I was growing up in the suburbs of Chicago, like, super small town, it would be, like, 
oh, and the fair is in town or the whatever. And so it's like the rides that are like really basic and we like a Ferris had wheel. circus folk. I don't know if they did either now that I think about it, but I assume that's what modern day circus people means. Gotcha. We Maybe had the, I'm wrong. The Newington extravaganza every summer. <laughs> and it was very cute and in the middle of town. I loved it. Was that a real circus? It was just like rides in a big old fair. Oh, okay. That was Oh, yeah. Great. So I guess it wasn't like, oh, yeah, like a must, a woman with a mustache or what yeah. a bearded lady. A woman with a mustache. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> All of us. I just shaved this morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah. What does she say? Well, anyway. Anyways. So, um, Zach walks in and interrupts them because they got mm-hmm. published, which is great. Right. Which she probably has done a thousand times, but it's fine. Yep. And then he tries to fist bump her. Yep. And she's like, what are you doing? And I have to say, on this account, I kind of agree with Bones in that I fucking hate fist bumps. Yeah. I just think they're so dumb and they're so, like, dad. Wow. <laughs> I I don't Jax, you've heard it here first. Jax is really coming out against fist bumps. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why, because I feel like they start off as a cool thing and then white men yes. ruin them. If anyone's gonna be fist bumping, it should not be Zach. So just no. that is annoying and obnoxious of itself. And I feel like people at work do it and I'm just like, oh People at work do it? Yes. Oh no. No, no, no. And I'm just like, Woo. No one should be doing that. Like Michelle and Barack get to do that. Nobody else. Well, I'm sure there are other people, but definitely not people at work. No. And I just hate it. Give me a high five any day. It has a fun noise. I mean, I was just annoyed that when she was like, no, at least from my understanding, it wasn't like, no, that's dumb and weird. We shouldn't be doing it. It was mostly, she literally was like, what is that? And I was like, not another one. I was like, bones tally (laughs) right away. But I feel like fist bumps came around the last couple of years. So maybe at that time, they weren't as much of a (sighs) thing. And I guess she did just learn about hip hop music like a couple episodes ago. So she learned about hip hop two months ago. (laughs) So it might be expected that she doesn't know (laughs) it. But what didn't even, I was even further annoying to me. It was like, she was like, literally, what is that? And then Zach was like, oh, I'm told it's a symbol of like, whatever whatever His and so definition I'm like, of it was so good though I was right like, but yeah. i was also like so you don't even know and you've never fist bump before so we just trying this out for the first time here yes. today now it has to happen at some point okay then. i guess you're right maybe i'm being the asshole here <laughs> but i got really i was like are we back in episode one and i like was like bones tally <laughs> i was like i know this isn't what you guys mean but i hate them so much that i'm okay with this because they're yeah. stupid. You know, I guess you're right. I think 99% of the time that I've seen them, it's people who shouldn't be fist bumping. So it's very irritating. And it's over things. I'm just like, why are you fist bumping? What? I don't I don't know what part of me. I have a visceral reaction to it. Yeah. And if someone puts it's up like a fist. annoying to... teenagers or old white dads yes. who like shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yes. It's like... And so I, I usually, if they put it out, I just... Pretend like it's a high five and I just hit their We've fist. just lost every listener that Sorry. fist bumps. <laughs> <laughs> of which there were thousands. <laughs> I hate them. Don't ever do them to me. I will smack your hand away. Um, so um, a package is delivered and Bones recognizes it and she rushes out into out of the little room that they're in. Yeah. And as Angela follows them out, did you see Angela's shoes? No. I didn't pay attention to clothes very well this episode, I think. 
did you not see all the necklaces? I did see the necklaces. I, I there did notice were those. A lot. Well, one of them gets called out directly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot. But of I just, I guess, I just, I started to glaze over that part. You know, I'm really focusing on the faces now. I couldn't ignore them. Wow. Anyways, as they're walking out, uh, Angela's shoes are like um, ballet flats, and they have like you know how ballet flats have like or yeah like uh, ties that kind of go up your ankle. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're the, those types of shoes. Okay. In a lab. Look, none of them are wearing anything appropriate for the lab. <laughs> I was looking at Hodgins and Zach's shoes, and I think they're okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, she's, Anyways, you know. I don't know why I'm surprised or anything. I'm just like, You're talking oh. about a girl who dates circus people, okay? <laughs> so, like, yeah, she makes whimsical shoe choices, even though she's... Very regularly around then human remains. It is indeed a whimsical shoe choice. What a delightful way of expressing that. You can't contain her. She loves whimsy. Dress a lab dress code. That's that doesn't apply to her. No. Not to Angela Montenegro. <laughs> um so here's where I think it becomes a Zen Zen episode. Oh. Uh when the person <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> um, the guy who sent or who gave Bonesy's uh, the package is her former anthropology lover. professor slash lover. Yeah. Who is very handsome. Yes. Oh, and my I God. Was like, oh. I looked him up immediately. I paused the show I've and I was like, him in a who things. is Exactly. His face is so recognizable, but I'm always like, who is that? Because well, he's very like. In the, I don't mean for it to sound mean, but he's oh very boy. generically handsome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he doesn't, if, there's no way to describe him yes. that you're, like. He's just he's attractive a tall white man with dark brown, hair. Yeah. And very nice blue eyes. Well, attractive tall white man with dark hair is named Josh Hopkins. Great. Josh. He's Joshy. been in other stuff I didn't bother to read. He's been in a million through. things. Yeah. That supporting character that always just kind of shows up. Mm-hmm. He's always charming. But in this ep, he's Michael, her ex-professor mm-hmm. from yes. Northwestern, yes. whom he had a sessual relationship with <laughs> when she was just 23, which yes. he made great pains to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, she was 23. A, she was a full-blown adult. But B, it was more of a colleague-like relationship because she's so like intellectually so, advanced. It wasn't like a yeah. inappropriate power dynamic is what he was trying to say. Which he's wrong about. Correct. But... Sure. But in reality, how old do you think he was supposed to be in the show? I was thinking about that, too, because he, he's not an old guy. Like, no. you would think that he would have to be in her, like, say she's in her 30s on the show. Right. He'd have to be, at, like, in his 50s, but he looks like he's in his uh, They look mid-40s. the same age, almost. Yeah, he's not, he could not be more than 10 years older than Did her. Did we ever figure out how old she's supposed to be in the show? I know you looked up her actual age in one of the other episodes to figure out how old she was. I don't think they ever say. I think at this point, maybe early 30s. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Because I think when the show ends, she's in her mid to late 30s. I mean, at most, he looks like early 40s, I feel like. But yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess it's possible. He certainly doesn't look more than like 44. professors are certainly there. It's just like. Yeah, but to be like. A higher up professor at Northwestern, you would a very good school. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's hard to tell, but yes. Anyway, yeah. he did a try. He did try to explain it away a lot. Yes, he did. Um, so, yeah, and then Zach is like, "Wait, 
if he was oh, her yeah. professor and she's my professor and they're like no that's i felt vindicated because no. early on i was like does zach have a crush on bones i remember you saying that yeah. and i didn't think that was what was implied yeah. but then but throughout this, this entire episode seems like every chance he gets he's like do you think she would ever with me and everyone's just like no you gross perv but yeah. well nobody says it like that that's what i was thinking they're like but, no <laughs> it's hilarious that you think you could ever yeah, get with they're like woman. oh you silly dum-dum yeah. no but like in my mind i'm like ew stop bring it up yeah i mean she's pretty so i get it yeah but i feel like even that character he's more attracted to how smart and great she is than like her looks that's true even though she's the whole package i did appreciate when so like when she rushes out to see the guy like Mm because the package came in right and Hodgins brought it in. He was like, "Oh, this man gave this to you, but he wouldn't say who it was." Why he they said, "We're okay with that," and didn't assume it was a bomb. bomb? Right? <laughs> no, for real. Like, they, oh my god, or like anyway. human remains. Exactly. Yeah, so creepy and weird. But yeah, so he was like, "Somebody wanted me to give this to you, but he said like you would know who he was right. once you open the package." So like, she rushes out, and once they see him, all of the other squints are behind like, watching what? this interaction. They're like, "Oh, okay," mm-hmm. and then. But then Hodgins says it's like watching two cars mating. Because <laughs> they're like trying to get their flirt back on after all yeah. these years. It's established they haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. I, I actually really liked that. I was like, that's a good one. Did they say how long it was that they hadn't seen each other? I don't know, actually. Because then we could kind of figure out her age. That's a, a good point. Bit. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, just, I think it was at least, a th- at least like three, she said. But it has to be more than that. I don't know. Well, because then later in the episode, the guy, who's her boss's name again? What's her boss's name? Doctor. Got me. I have no <sighs> Whatever. idea. Whatever. Well, he, he pops up on like one out of every like four episodes. Yeah. Well, remember at the end, he was like, yes, well, two years ago, there was a reason why I hired you oh, and not right. him or that's however many. Right. He said two, right? I don't know. I it was remember. something in the s- smaller digits. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the vicinity of one, two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it couldn't, uh, presumably if she was hired out of grad school, I guess. Yeah then that makes sense um anyway so then booth shows up with a fridge (laughs) yes because they could tell that there was like human remains in it somehow without opening it yeah i don't know how they he literally pulled like carts in with a dolly a full-blown refrigerator and he's like the fbi lab could tell there was human remains but and i knew you would yell at me if i tried to open this first i'm bringing it right to you i see i missed that first part of it but yes <laughs> i don't know what's i don't know i was me. like a, maybe a cadaver dog okay look oh maybe we're look we're we're writing the episode for them as we watch it to <laughs> fill in the holes they're just not filling but what bothered me about this is that he like rolls it in on a dolly like straight up and then he's he like all right we're here oh, well sorry. no yeah he's like okay yeah we'll open it now now that you're here and you won't yell at me for uh, contaminating evidence right. and he just crowbars it open standing up I was like, you just said you think there's human remains in there. She sniffed the outside of it. She was like, it's definitely decomposing in there for a couple, however many months. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you turn it over on its side before you open it? See, I was like, yeah, I mean, agree. One thousand percent. What if it was sludge and it just like ran out? I was like, why wouldn't you put down a tarp? (laughs) Yeah. Why didn't you A, put down a tarp and then B, turn it on its side first before you opened it? I don't know. I was just like really annoyed by that for some reason. I mean, reason. maybe if you turn it on your side, the remain, I mean, they presumably they've already kind of moved around, but that would shift them potentially. Maybe. But that also implies, yeah, they've been like transporting it from wherever they were completely yeah. upright the entire time, <laughs> yeah. which is possible in the realm of human 
you know, technology that we exist in today. But I was just like, why? What if it was liquefied remains as that's so often was, occurs ex- on this show? Yes, that's what I was expecting to happen of just like a giant puddle forms of yeah. like goops. Also not even like on their main stage area. No. Just like in the hallway. They're like having a side conversation. He's like, hey, I've got a fridge for like, you. Yoink. Now everyone has to walk around it. It's yeah. in the middle of everyone's path and it smells what yeah. I can only imagine is fucking horrifying. Yep. Yee. I don't know. I, you yep. know what? It's okay. <laughs> they didn't think that I far feel through bad either. For or the didn't custodial care. staff. Exactly. Um, so they, Angela, I can't remember exactly. Obviously, I can't remember fucking anything. But at some point, Angela walks into Bones' office and is like, I have a sketch for you. Mm-hmm. And Bones is like, I already have the digital records. <laughs> so, Angela, you're useless. <laughs> also, how do dental records work? If you don't know who the victim is, is there like some kind of database with everyone's dental records? That's a good question. Like, how do you find dental records if you don't know the person's identity? Oh, you're right. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's not something you ever hear about. I mean, as us being two people who do not work in law enforcement, I guess we wouldn't Yet. be. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we're not the informed parties to be asked about it. But yeah, that's a good question. Wait, how did she identify this girl? I don't know. I genuinely don't. She just said, oh, we already got a match for the dental records and her name's Maggie or whatever the hell it was. So like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you're right. And I feel like in other crime shows, they've been like, oh, well, we have the body, but we can't figure out, you know. Well, they're we usually have... comparing it to someone they think it might be. So yeah. that it makes more sense. And I think I've recently watched probably one of the 800 British crime dramas that I watched <laughs> where they were like, well, we have the body. We could identify this person by dental records or like confirm it or something. But yeah. there's no way because we don't even know who they are. Right. I feel like it, you're right. I feel like it's usually a confirmation like they have a body and they mm-hmm. have they have some a list of people they think it might be and yeah, they just to have access to their them, records. Yeah. 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 Good question. Thanks, man. I, well, anyway, so yeah, Who they knows? just magically, maybe they have their own internal Jeffersonian dental records database <laughs> of like 19 year old missing persons who, of which Maggie was also a dancer and a swimmer. Cause yes. she could tell from the bones. Mm-hmm. Um, did you catch the line? So when, uh, they bones, uh, mentions the dental records, Angela, classic Angela goes, oh, to go from the freedom of dance to being crammed to, into yep. a refrigerator. <laughs> it just a lot of stupid shit this of episode. dance. Oh, it just made me happy. It's like, what are these stray observations she's making? I laughed aloud and talked at my TV multiple times this episode. There was a point later where, so like Michael, the ex lover professor. Yes who's in town, like, they, like, decide to go get dinner and they end up, like, reconnecting physically and having sexual relations. Um, and, like, the next day, it comes up, obviously, because all they do in this lab is just talk each other about each other's sex lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at some point, Angela's like, oh, he cooks and he's a... What was it? Something like, can we share him? Yeah, which and was weird. Like, what is happening right now to Angela? Is she losing her goddamn mind? I, yeah. For a woman who seemingly gets plenty of sex she still seems like she really wants more she can't be satiated no 
She's a little sex monster. <laughs> oh my god! But the other thing I did with the soul mention. of an artist. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a good time gal, Jax. <laughs> Life is the cabaret. Must be easy for her. She's not an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Another great theme that came back this episode. I was so psyched. I like screamed aloud when I when it came back up. Um, no, but one thing I also thought was very weird, or maybe it's just me. Mm. Michael, the ex lover calls her tempe mm-hmm. is that a normal nickname for temperance uh i think that's uh what her dad calls her also oh it is yeah okay so i can't be oh wait isn't her father played by um what's his face yes um star trek man oh i don't know about that just kidding ryan something oh something just ryan? kidding no, no. ryan o'neill y- yeah. yeah that's him right yeah 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 no i was thinking of oh i was thinking of william shatner <laughs> I mean, they look very similar, to be honest. He looks like a taller version a of William Shatner. I had a flash forward to one of the later episodes from my previous viewing. And I was like, was that William Shatner? Damn, no. I do like her dad, though. I do. I remember that. Yeah. Who doesn't like a charming criminal? Oh, no. We totally just... Spoiler alert. She, oh. She's not an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, guys. I think we, we just spoiled like six seasons down the road or something. <laughs> Cut it out! Cut it out! <laughs> um, so they're supposed to go out to dinner. Instead, they just sleep together. Yes. And then they talk about murder because she doesn't have a life. Right. I mean. And he's know. in the same field. So yeah, he's so like, it's like sure, okay, sure. It all makes sense. Um, there is something. I don't know. Maybe it's to the actor's credit um, that you don't trust him or at least i was mm-hmm. like oh there's something up with this dude there's something behind those eyes i'm just like you're sneaky i think that and also so when he first shows up they have the body there and so like she's kind of in the middle is it when he first shows up or maybe the second time the next day i didn't take that detailed enough notes for the timeline but so like they're like talking about her preliminary findings and she's like these fractures indicate this this mm-hmm. indicates that and he just like butts in and she invited him I mean, in he like, butts in from the get-go right. like, yeah granted, when they just open that they fridge. have a very friendly rapport, rapport yeah. and he's obviously he trained her so like it's not but crazy it's rude it's weird in front of her colleagues and he undermines her with everything she says every time yes. he says look at these whatever fractures on her wrist that indicates that she was restrained but she was fighting back against the restraints and he was like oh temperance you know like I, or I guess Tempe mm. you know like oh I wouldn't have expected you to like jump to all of these conclusions and preconceived notions when the data doesn't really support that He's he like cuts dick. everything down like I immediately wrote down like I do not like this guy <laughs> and like I actually I think it's exactly that you get this immediate feeling like you know something bad's gonna pop up later because yeah. they set him up to be someone you don't trust because she's so Gaga over him from yeah. right away, which you don't usually see on the show with her. She definitely smiles so much more in yeah. this episode She's than any so other. so into him. She, yeah. like, doesn't think... She trusts him so implicitly. Yeah. Which, and, like, understandably right. so. There's no reason for her yeah, again, not to, essentially. Yeah, again, she 23 and whatever. You know. Um, um, so, the I will say the timeline for this, it it's unlike other episodes in that there's not a ton of investigating. It mostly yes. focuses on on the trial and stuff yeah um so they skip ahead i thought it was the same day but it's a different day because she has a different outfit and a different necklace on yep yep um they go to maggie the victim they go to her parents house to talk to them and at one point uh bones asks for her 
pictures of her like swimming or dancing. Yep. And then immediately the mother gives her pictures of Maggie when she was like six. Yep. It's like cool, mom. <laughs> Wait to listen to directions. <laughs> I know you're grieving, but get it together. Because, like she gave her like five, and yeah. one of five was a current picture, <laughs> like the last. And one. it was not of her dancing or swimming. No. <laughs> it was like a close-up shot of her face. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. She's grieving. Okay. So apparently she'd been missing for like, what, 11 months? And the parents just thought like, because she had towards the end become super rebellious. They knew she was getting into drugs. So they just were hoping that she'd like run off and done whatever because they didn't want to believe that maybe something had happened. But then they mentioned that around the time she disappeared, some kidnappers reached out to them Mm -hmm. and started demanding a ransom. And then they were like negotiating the ransom. And then all of a sudden, like silence. So they just were like, we don't know what happened. Um can you do me a favor? Yeah. And if I'm ever murdered, can you just try to keep my parents on track so that like... Yeah. It literally just was like, they, they're they like, oh yeah, and they never responded. So we just kind of moved on. <laughs> they were not, there was not a tear was sh- shed. Which is so weird why they were like, we just hoped that like she was just being rebellious and doing, yeah. or like run away. And I'm like, you just said kidnappers reached out to you for a rant. Maybe they thought it was her trying to get yeah, money. Trying to get cash. I, I don't know. It was very bizarre. They, I mean, maybe it's not surprising that they were crying and stuff because they admitted that they weren't great parents and they weren't like super connected with her because they, she had nannies and shit. That was also weird. I mean, there are a lot of people like that who just. Oh no. Yeah, no, I totally agree that that, I just, they're very self-aware. It just didn't see. Yeah. It's like exactly what you're saying. It's like the emotions didn't seem to line up with what is happening and then they're just like oh yeah but you know like we didn't really take care of her like we just had nannies and stuff and like we never really connected with her and you're like what yeah I'm like okay um so you guys suck yeah and you can't follow directions great you're not grieving so i won't give you that excuse what i did notice is that on this day when they're interviewing the parents she is tempe our bff tempe is rocking a velvet blazer which i really liked yeah, that wasn't bad. And I think she's worn them before. Yes. In past and she continues to. Yes. And so I just clocked to myself when I wrote it down, Tempe is a friend of Velvet Blazers and I like it. <laughs> I, I like a Velvet Blazer. I wish I could wear one. You can. I don't think I look good in blazers. This is a total aside. I don't think I, I do either. I don't think I look good in blazers. I, I think tried. we have too much chest. I'm just going to same go and say We've that. We've established off mic that we have the same size boobs. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> We are the same person. We're slowly morphing into identical twins. Yep. The only difference between us now is my bangs. Look, clothing is made for people who have a very uniform and whatever body. Yeah. I definitely don't have that. My boobs certainly aren't that. Nope. They're bursting out of whatever I'm trying to <laughs> shove them into. Certainly a professional blazer is not going to work out for me. You know, I tried as a teenager and it just... It just makes you look heavy. You, you know what's weird though? Chunky in the front. Agreed. Because, like, yeah, this, like, it doesn't lay where it should on your body. Yeah. And weirdly, this past um, Halloween, uh, Megan and I dressed up as Bill and Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent (laughs) Adventure. I love it. And I was Ted. And so, you know how he, uh, throughout much of that first movie, he's wearing, like, a black vest? yeah, yeah. I looks good in the vest, weirdly. You know, I, I think because like it's more it flowy be, and less structured. The combination of like the shoulders and like the like the sleeves, yeah. yeah. Like maybe without that, it helps. So maybe try a try a satin, professional vest, a, vest. <laughs> a velvet professional vest. <laughs> yes. I'm just sorry that your birthday has passed because otherwise I would have gotten you one. I would just gotten you a uh, velvet blazer and just cut the sleeves <laughs> off. 
<laughs> I just cut real jagged bits off oh to make it into a vest. I hadn't even really considered that. I don't I don't hate myself in a vest, but I don't own any. Me neither. My dad has like 7,000. He just, I don't know, collects them. That's remember adorable. back when we were in middle school? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is becoming our true tangent. But remember Whatever. back in middle school when like those fleece vests became really popular? Oh, yeah, I had one. And Yeah, same. The first and last vest I guess Same. I had. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad just like never got off that train. So <laughs> since every time you see a vest, uh, especially if it's on sale, Ooh. he wants it and he's buying it. So like a lot of times he'll be like, oh my God, are you cold? Here, take this vest. <laughs> and so like I just have all these pictures of me wearing a giant vest. Like out in China when we're like touristing. Tour- touristing. Touristing, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You know, words and stuff. Um, yeah. I had one of those in middle school. I was in seventh or eighth grade, and I distinctly remember it was like an old navy, just like fleece, dumb vest. Yeah. And one of my friends, who was a boy, who was both smaller than me and gay, but you don't. I swear it's relevant. (laughs) He jokingly, just kind of out of nowhere, even though I obviously had a shirt underneath it, he just pulled on the zipper and like unzipped it partially, and I thought. That's the thing. It was super random and not like him. And I think he just wanted attention maybe or something. And we were just like standing in the hall. And I've like my womanly instinct just kicked in without a thought. I just smacked him in the face. Nice. He deserves it. (laughs) That is not acceptable behavior. It was so weird. And I've never had such an appropriate quick response to anything. But I just, you know, slapping a 13 year old boy. Good. Don't fucking go up to people and, like, undo their clothes, fucking weirdo. I mean, I'm sure he's perfectly fine and nice. I, ho- I hope he you're not was. best friends now. No. <laughs> you're like, Jonathan, come on out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he just did that, and so I just... Yeah. I only mentioned that he's gay, because it's not like he was trying to look at my tits or something. Yes, he was just, you Maybe know. he was just like, what's in there? <laughs> he's like, I don't have that. What's that about? Nope, don't like him. Zip it back up. <laughs> Confirmed. Not into this. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Um, anyways. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> right. Uh, so they established yes. that it's this girl who's been missing. Mm-hmm. And because of the, you know, multitude of fractures in various parts of her body, she was definitely restrained for a mm-hmm. prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. She was given a too high dose of some drug that gets turned. Yeah. Morphine. But immediately Michael's like, you know, hospital heroin. I was like, huh? Oh, boy. Yeah. I was like, do we know that as a thing? Anyway. Yeah. I've not heard that term before. Or since. Um, so then they go to uh, the home of the people who supposedly restrained her and whatnot. Yeah, because they went to a doctor, right, who was treating her for something? Oh, yes. Good call. Uh, but I can't remember they what. Went, uh, for her thyroid problem. Oh, oh, right. So she had brittle bones because yes. she had a thyroid issue. So he, yes. So she had a doctor and then that doctor claimed she was getting drugs by manipulating his office assistant yes. so he fired the office assistant mm-hmm. so they go to the office Good assistant's house connection friend because oh boy i missed that one it's okay i remembered it now but oof. i i'm finding it very hard to remember the path of this episode um so they go to this person's house i can't remember her name um, it's a couple and I've mm-hmm. definitely seen the guy in that couple in a million things I and he has a very distinct say, voice. Yes. And I, I also just didn't bother to look him up though. Me neither. But he was like, oh, Sorry, I was like, guy. he's so familiar. Yeah. Um, and so old Boothy. Yep. So smart. Yep. Checking out the sitch while Bones is boring people to death in the living room. Yep. And, 
he notices that they have a brand new refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And so he uses all his beautiful man muscle to move it aside a little bit. And is he looking at like blood or just scratches I think on the he's floor? just revealing like indentations in the floor. First of all, it looked like it was like a rug under there. And I was like, what is the there's fuck all, is happening there's here? There's a lot happening underneath. Yeah. It like, looked disgusting and gross. But yeah. basically, it's like indentations yeah. that matched up like the bottom of the original, original fridge. fridge. So gotcha. they knew it used to be there. Um. Yep. <laughs> they talk about a bunch of BDS. They arrest those guys. Yeah. A couple. Um. They are looking through a bunch of BDSM various. Yeah. Toys. They and find whatnot. a quote unquote playroom in their basement. Yeah. With a bunch oh, of it's shit. Just the same typical stuff. <sighs> Which um, ends up being their defense later in yes. the trial. They're like, no, we were restraining her for a consensual sexual relationship, mm-hmm. not because of nefarious purposes, right. but. Um, I, I'm surprised that Bones is allowed into the interrogation room, hmm. but I guess that's just become kind of standard now. I She's feel like she wasn't before. Now, I, feel like. I feel like at first they were like, you're definitely not going in there. Yeah. And now it's just become a normal thing. Well, remember that time that she went in with the little boy and she was like, they make you put all your stuff into a garbage bag. Like, and then we both cried. Yes. Yeah. So maybe it was after that. <laughs> and they were like, she can connect with people. If she can relate to their exact specific situation. <laughs> yes. Um, so they're interrogating them. I don't even remember what was said in that interrogation. Because no. I was so distracted by the new outfits that Bones and Booth still had on. So I was like, oh, so a day has passed. And yet the lady who they arrested has brand new lipstick on. Well, she was so made up. Oh, my God. That's one of my pet peeves. Just like if someone is just waking up or should not have makeup like someone who's been in jail overnight, mm-hmm. get that stuff off Maybe their face. Maybe it's the same makeup she had from the day before. Then tell me what kind of <laughs> lip gloss that was because it looked great. And apparently it's 24 hours. I don't Ugh. think I noticed that. But yeah, now that you mention it, she mm-hmm. was very made up. Yeah. So then I just wrote hot dick is back. Oh, yeah. Because he's hot, but he's a dick. Well, because this whole time, so, like, before the big reveal happens, Mm -hmm. like, she, uh, Tempe Mm -hmm. has been just, like, bouncing Mm -hmm. shit off of him. Yes. um, About the case and being like, this is my conclusion based on this finding. And he'll just be like, I don't really think so. I don't really believe that. That's, you're just jumping to conclusions, being, like, really irritating. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I can't remember why at some point he, like, pretends, like, oh, I don't know. I've never been part of a murder investigation before i don't know how any of this works he just keeps like playing dumb in a way that's like so over dramatic that you're like this is a bad sign something's up here i don't know if i would have i didn't remember like what his deal was since i last watched it so i maybe i'm just slow but i didn't think it was overly dramatic for me but I also oh. might just be dumb and tired. Well, I I think maybe I was just already really hating him. And because sure. when he was being so annoying that first day. He's just day, like a bad boyfriend. I was already just very paranoid and suspicious of him. <laughs> so then he started being like, I mean, I don't know how this works. And I'm like, you can't play it both ways. You can't be obnoxious and aggressive. And True. then I'll just be like, I don't know what's going on. Oops, excuse point. my behavior. Because basically they discovered that like, okay, so the prosecution is obviously using the Jeffersonians, scientists as yes. expert witnesses. The couple in question who they believe killed killed this young girl as bringing in their own expert witness. Oh, guess what? It just happens to be Michael. And so like when she basically confronts him about it, she's like, what the, the fuck? Like we, we talked about all of these things and da, 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 da. And he was just like, well, I didn't know. I've never done this before, which is probably true, but mm-hmm. I just was 
I just found it so irritating because later on when you're in the trial and you, they show everyone's witness testimonies or whatever, he says something like that again. He's like, I mean, I've never done this As before, so I don't his, know. Like, way to be charming. Yeah. Stuff. Like trying to be, be like the everyman. Personable. But why would you want to be the everyman? We'll get into it. Yeah. But yeah, I just found it like too much. And I was like, okay, we get it. You're just gotcha. pretending to be a dummy or something so you can get away with being an asshole. Well, when we become FBI agents, you're going to have to be my partner to pick up on these things. Well, I wrote in big, bold letters, snake in my <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't like him. He's a snake. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wrote, he's back, but he makes, <laughs> I wrote something in all caps, which was, he makes a bet with Bose regarding the murder of a teenage girl. <gasps> That's so true. Good point. Murder and torture of a, of a girl. Hmm. Yeah. They bet um, dinner or something. Yep. And then uh, they go to Angela's, Angelatron thing she's tossing in some rwvs some real world variables um so good and like everyone's just like look how great this is yeah i muted it in case of bone cracking smart which i think in this case would be bone dissolving but nonetheless i wasn't taking that chance i honestly wasn't paying that close attention to this part if i if i can be truthful usually the uh captions will say bone cracks <laughs> so it appeared that it was not an issue i think it might have even been just a like a visual like yeah like a quote-unquote hologram of mm. like a skeleton lying on its side where like the way it oh i saw it because as soon as that came up yeah. on the screen i was like nope i don't even know what the point i believe was i actually show. yelled out oh jesus christ <laughs> and i grabbed the remote that was far away from michael me. then goes oh my god my like team is still yeah. working off of polaroids, polaroids or whatever yeah. so that he's very impressed mm-hmm. um so he knows everything that's going on yep oopsies yep and they're yep, going yep. to trial now and he's going yep. to try and discount everything she says and thinks mm-hmm. um at one point um i think it must have been after oh no it was before so before booth reveals that um angela and bones go up i do like the way the lab is set up where there's like the main lab area and then you go up the stairs and there's like a big like a mezzanine yeah (laughs) uh, with couches and whatnot except as a lover of interior design these couches were hideous they I don't were think I noticed. white with but black with brown and light blue polka dots. What? It would it hurt my eyes. Wow. Okay. Yep. Um there was a bowl of fruit behind bones. Mm-hmm. There was behind Angela, there was I don't know if it was supposed to be like a carafe or a vase. What? Because there was some kind of liquid in it, but there were no flowers. Oh. It was weird. I don't know what was going on behind them. I don't know if the fruit was real. It's an interesting place to work. Clearly. Anywho, let's get those couches reupholstered. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It was ugly. When you win the lottery and move into your new apartment, no polka dot couches for you, my friend. Yeah, I would never have even suggested that. That's Great. Insane. Cool. Friendship saved. <laughs> Um, so Angela is, they go up there because Angela wants to be like, things could go south if you're like sleeping with this dude. And Bones mm-hmm. is like, it's not even a thing. Right. 
why what's the big deal we're not an official couple like nothing Mm -hmm. like that this is just like casual Mm -hmm. non-traditional cut to booth coming up being like hey Mm -hmm. how much have you told this guy Mm -hmm. oopsie daisies everything yep and then that's when it's revealed that he's working for the defense mm-hmm. team as mm-hmm. an expert witness. Mm-hmm. Whoopsie well, well. daisies. Yep. So they have to prepare for trial. Yes. Well, first, so because he lost the bet too easily with Bones about what had happened to this oh, girl. Right. They go out to dinner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? Right. Correct. And he's like, I'm really sorry. And like, he didn't think yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, this is deal. another one of those times where she was like, I told you all these interpretations of data. Normally, we would be required to release like the raw data, but you wouldn't be privy to like my conclusions and mm-hmm. things like that. He's like, I didn't know. I've never done one of these before. And I was like, shut the fuck up, he's, dude. Yeah, at that point, you're like, oh, no, you're really, if you're really full of shit. He's a snake. He is indeed a snake, son. <laughs> um, so he... Uh, is in the lab the next day taking notes and looking at the body and blah 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 nobody likes him nope <laughs> the uh hodgins and zach are taping him yep presumably to make sure he doesn't pull any bullshit yeah so, so they that have he video knows he's being watched yep. yep um and then when he leaves he corrects bones's notes that she had and he uh-huh. like puts like red notes on them yeah and hands them back to her Yep. And I was like, what an asshole. Yep. Then I realized that's my job in real life. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no wonder people don't like editors. No. I'm a Michael. To be I'm clear. I'm a snake. No, 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 no. To be clear, you uh, fix like grammatical errors and typos and just general nonsensical writings. He's basically being like, you're dumb. This is wrong. All <laughs> over her stuff. And, like, to be fair, I was also kind of put off by how not well she handled the fact that, like, someone could look at the same data and have a different interpretation. She was, like, so angry. And I get there must have been an added sensitivity because they had a physical relationship. But it was just, like, she was just so, like, aghast and just, like, what? What do you mean? This clearly shows this. What are you even thinking? Like, I'm just, like, girl. People can interpret things different ways. Whether or not it's right or wrong, it was just like too. It was like I he get that that's her point character here and there. So you're just like, right? Clearly, you're an intelligent person. It just was too in a show where the whole point is she's supposed to be so objective and like she's supposed to be open to all the possibilities and not jump to any conclusions. It was just very bizarre to me um, for her to be so intensely like angry that you could look at like a sequence of ten disparate pieces of data and and be like there's no other interpretation this is what happened I'm yeah. like no <laughs> that's not how this works especially when she's often telling other people not to jump to conclusions yeah right oh bones you're a complicated woman i get it it's fine she's feeling sensitive um then they go to trial there's a really obnoxious attorney or no, not she's, she's not an like attorney. A she's a jury, witness. She's like a jury, pro, pro, uh, a jury like consultant or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's like coaches uh, witnesses and or um, expert expert witnesses, I guess, um, about kind of their performance, if you will. Bones doesn't understand that it's 
supposed to be a little bit of her performance because yeah. she's a fucking idiot. Or she doesn't even seem to understand that you need to talk in a way that the average person on a journey can understand, can understand like, you. Yeah, you are really unlikable because you're not getting this. Yeah. It's like not even like, oh, you are you seem obnoxious and arrogant. It's like you fundamentally, no one can understand what you're saying. That's a problem. And the fact that you don't seem to realize that's a problem is very strange. You're a very dumb, Because she person. can be so condescending in other places. And then when this woman, this jury consultant brings it up, she's just like, you're underestimating their intelligence. And I'm like, you do that pretty much every day to everyone. I don't get this. And your former colleague slash boss was just giving you notes and you didn't like it yeah so like hello very weird i mean it's don't get me wrong it kind of fits with her character yes but it was still really frustrating to watch it was well because it's like that thing where you expect she's supposed to be so intelligent Mm. they seem like very basic concepts to understand she has a lot of blind spots right it's a lot it's just so frustrating with this show sometimes where they choose to put her blind spots they don't i don't feel like they make a lot of consistent sense as someone whose entire profession ostensibly depends on her being a good witness in a trial and they mention at some point like She's never had this. Like she says at one point, like this has never happened to me before. Yeah. Because it's like this time is particularly frustrating because the um, the defense has a competing expert witness who not only is going to like go up against and like detract from whatever she says. He's also so charming and mm-hmm. so likable. But I'm like, regardless of whether or not he was there, you need to be able to talk in a way that yeah. people can understand you in a trial. I don't understand how she doesn't get that. But I don't either. Whatever. Um. We love this show. Yes. Um, <laughs> so there is a montage of everyone in the department mm-hmm. uh, giving snippets of their expert testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all connecting with the jury. It keeps yep. like going back and forth from the jury to the testimony. Mm-hmm. There's no reason whatsoever that Angela should be there. Oh, yeah. She's literally there to be like, I drew this. Sketch. I drew this picture that we didn't need. <laughs> Because you have fucking pictures she of who this person was. was. Like, here's this picture I sketched. It looks pretty good, right? <laughs> it's so dumb. She's like, and I drew her smiling because she just seemed like she should be smiling. Yeah. It was. God, that's so dumb. It was <laughs> of all the things that we have talked about so far. It was by far <laughs> the dumbest. <laughs> oh, Ange. I, so her quote expert testimony must have lasted all of 14 seconds because that's all she did she's that like, and talk about her sex life that i know how to draw have okay you thank met you todd have i told you about todd he's creep I but his friend mm-hmm. um also um the attorney before this the attorney says that um women will be undressing michael when he's on the stand because he's mm-hmm. so attractive and my first reaction was like Ugh, women don't do that and, <laughs> then, and then i paused and was like wait i do that isn't that what this entire podcast is <laughs> yes it is so i was like oh okay it's, it's a fair point mean attorney lady um then i just wrote bones is terrible and nobody likes her yeah everyone like we show a montage of everyone giving a really compelling good mm-hmm. testimony and then bones is there and everyone on the jury is Being shown to worst. be falling asleep yes the attorney seems to be so flustered because he was like you suck at this mm-hmm. and then he asks for a recess because like we need to stop this mm-hmm. right now <laughs> i loved the um the actors who were 
playing the jury members because I feel like yeah. they must have been excited to really shine because the yep. camera was going to be on them here and there and like the very over exaggerated like they had to convey so much chin their on the fist looking mm-hmm. bored and like head tilts and stuff yeah. it and eye rolls yep solid performances all around yep 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 um I will say I mean the jury lady was right yes and she told it was interesting I wonder if this is like a true thing that kind of people believe is that blue makes people like believe you more i'm or sure this is a thing that's been studied yeah I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if and let me tell you she looked great in the blue oh yeah i liked her outfit it really brought out her eyeballs oh yeah well that's in the confrontation after a terrible or before her testimony right mm-hmm. she was like you need to change your fucking clothes you need to learn to talk to people and get rid of that clunky neck <laughs> I was like, yes. I mean, the that clunk- was the clunkiest of them all this episode. The one there that she were, had been wearing before. There the trial. were a lot of them. There were there were no less than four. Yes. I wasn't paying enough attention early on, but possibly I, once I clicked into realizing about the necklaces, there was oh at boy. least four. Yeah. Um, and then it's funny because she looks great in that outfit. She does. Like objectively, it's she looks very, great. Like it's very flattering. Like Is it the both maybe the shape. Her eyes are blue too. Yeah, it brings out her eyes. It's a great color on her. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's more tailored. That so blazer looks off. really good. It was really good. I know. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, and then the next day she comes back. And her outfit that she picks herself is not as good. I don't think I even noticed. It was again. just oh, it was not good. Aw. And I don't think that's anything against the, the you know, costume department. I think it was kind of to show the difference in what she prefers and, like, her, like, stage show, if you will. Um, so then they toss her back up there on that witness stand. Yep. She's back to being terrible. Right. Because she's like, you got to put me back up there. Yep. Every Because she testifies. Everyone hates her. Mm-hmm. Michael testifies. Everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. And he basically said everything she said was wrong. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got to put me back up there. I can basically. Put me back in, coach. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can. What's the word I can, I'm looking for? She basically thinks she can turn it all around. Yeah, wait, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, What does it mean? The one that's like, I can argue against everything he says and show that it was wrong. It's not important. Okay. You know what? Let's move on from our um, lives. I'm, gonna, I'm not in any state of mind to think of this vocabulary word. Or no. It's okay. I'll, I'll, come, I'll think about it okay. later and I'll, I'll bring it up next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before the attorney is like, he's like, I don't know if I want to put you back up. And she's like, no, you have to. And then when they get back into the courtroom the next day or whatever, the attorney and Booth are having a really serious conversation. And mm-hmm. Booth is like, trust me on this. Ask her these questions. And mm-hmm. the attorney's like, what? And he's like, yes, it'll help. <laughs> so they put her on the stand. So they put her on the stand. She starts off doing terribly. And then the attorney gets the nod from Booth. Did you, do you remember the music in the episode when this happened? No, I never did. It literally, so like, She's droning on and on, mm-hmm. and then they basically raise the levels on it, but make it like reverberate, so it's like you can't hear it. You just hear a bunch of like sort of cacophonous noise. Oh, really? And then it's like in a action show when someone's like f- having a moment where uh-huh. like something intense is happening, and it's like a moment freezes in time. Yes, and they're like about to see something horrific uh-huh. happen, but it's like she's just giving a really bad testimony, and then she <laughs> the, literally the attorney like starts to like space out yeah. and then he turns and he looks at booth and booth gives him the nod mm-hmm. and then the attorney gives back the nod <laughs> and then he turns back and he's like dr brennan you're cold and alienating <laughs> and arrogant 
why are you a forensic anthropologist? And Is it because like, you're an orphan? Yes. Because yes. Michael kind of, again, more of an asshole, mm-hmm. another asshole thing he that he does. He goes real personal and yeah. shitty. When he's testifying, he's not just being like, I mean, I never do this, but like, I mean, here's how I would describe it. I'm not going to be super technical, but like every chance he gets, he's like, well, I don't know why Dr. Brennan became a forensic anthropologist. Yeah. yeah, he keeps criticizing her, not both what her, she was concluding. Both professionally and personally. Yes. He's just like, like making fun of her shitty. for being unlikable, but yeah. also like, I don't even know why she does this. Yeah. So. Refute? Rebut? Re- Maybe it's rebut or refute. It might be one of those things, but I clearly can't even remember what I was thinking anymore. So I can't give you a, a 100% confirmation, but I those are great words. I looked it up. Oh my God. So I good. Ha- I have a quick link to Merriam-Webster. I think it was refute. Dispute, maybe was challenge. Oh, maybe dispute. Oh, maybe challenge. It might have been all of those. <laughs> Every single one of those. So good. Such a good word for this situation. Um, but yeah, so he turns around. He's like... You have all these incredibly terrible personality issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you a forensic anthropologist? And it's basically because she's an orphan. Yep. Um, and I'm not going to lie. When she was talking about that shit, I cried. <laughs> I got a little teary eyed. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. just teary. Nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just <laughs> not full blown sobs. Yeah. <laughs> not like usual. <laughs> um, but I was just like, oh, this, this poor lady. Just yeah. trying to do her job. She didn't sign up to be personable. Like at first she was like, what? What do you say? Yeah. And then he kind of leads her down. He's like, isn't it true that when you were 15, your parents disappeared? And then he's like, isn't it true that you've been trying to solve that mystery your entire life? And she's yeah. like, what? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't believe in psychology. At some point she says that. Yeah. Um, which I was like, uh, oh boy. <laughs> okay. Not helping yourself. Let's put girl. that aside. Um, but yeah, basically she's just like, I see Maggie. I don't see random data yeah. points. I see her as a person. And like, I believe I need to like, you know, the tell the truth about what is, happened yeah. to her. Blah, blah, she's blah. always just trying to get to the truth. Yes. Because she cares too much, Jax. She does. So it was really touching. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still a little pissed off at Booth oh, for yeah. pulling a fast one on her. Yeah. Which understandably just exposed something very personal yes. in the middle of the courtroom. For sure. Um, that will then be available to the public. Uh-huh. Um, but when we see that it is effective because when the camera checks back with the jury mm-hmm. while she's giving this they're little all monologue, very engaged. everyone is so into it. They're, mm-hmm. they're the most into it that they've ever been for this mm-hmm. entire trial. So it's all over. Booth pops in to talk to her. She's still a little bit annoyed, but he's like, let me tell you, we got a new case. So let's get out of here. Get your mind off of this. Cute. And then he takes her to a burnt corpse on some scaffolding high up yeah, on the Washington like, Monument. Yeah. Who wouldn't be in a better mood after that? Yeah. And while they're looking at this burnt corpse, she's like, she's I like, guess I, get I would have done the same yeah. thing if we needed to get with She was the very case. understandable and forgiving, I will yes. say. But I appreciated it. I appreciated <clears throat> that she, he was clearly making a gesture. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I accept your gesture. And it was one of those few times of like understated niceness between them in their relationship where it's not like super heavy handed. Like, don't you want to fuck each other? You know, it was just like a normal interaction. Professional and sweet. Between two people who sincerely respect each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just he knows she's feeling bummed. She knows he's just trying to apologize. And they know each other's skill sets. And so they try to fill that in a little bit. Yeah. Like he understands her well enough by now. Mm -hmm. One, to know that asking those questions on the stand would bring out that part of her. Mm -hmm. But then he also knows. He knows how, how to make exists. her feel better. Yeah. So I was just like, 
this is cute. And she does just the tiniest bit of a smile when he is like, got a new case. And she's like, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. I, he sticks up for her a lot this episode, actually, when the jury consultant lady was being really brutal. It's like he agreed with her, but he was like, yeah, but I don't like her. She's yeah. mean. So I was like, okay. He wasn't in. This was the first episode where he really wasn't in it that much. Or at least his yeah, role was he a wasn't lot, like yeah. top dog in the episode. Or no. Whatever. Um, so that was interesting. I missed him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you missed him or you missed his hot bod? Uh, I don't undress men, Zen. I don't know what you're talking about. That would be wildly inappropriate. <laughs> we would never do that. Anyways, hot guys. I got a couple more. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all around, you know what? It was like... It was a perfectly fine episode. It wasn't as good as the last couple. It brought back a lot of themes that I feel like were seeded early on and then we kind of forgot about for yes. a few episodes. So then it came I back. I mean, I never forgot that she was an well, We as viewers never forgot because how could we? Yeah. But, you know, these themes of like, she... She's arrogant and cold and alienating. And she's an orphan. Like, those came back real strong. That's great. <laughs> um, I have two more dudes. Don't get me wrong. Ooh. I have a couple more, but I'm trying to, like... Space them out? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I'm going to... While you're doing... Where are you talking about that? I'm going to look up the people I want to also mention. Okay. To make sure I have their names. Um, number one is... I feel like... An unconventional one. Oh, interesting. But I think... I mean, your last guy was unconventional. Hey. The guy, Allison's husband on hey, Orphan Black. You're going to have to... You're going to be my best woman at my <laughs> wedding to this guy, so you better be nice. Um, <clears throat> his name is Christian. Please don't forget it. Um, I am a fan of David Harbour from Stranger Things. <gasps> I get that. That I get big time. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because he seems so like... He's a gruff guy with a heart of gruff, gold. Rough around the edges, but like in a very sweet way. Yes. Like he, you feel like he would take care of you. Yes. But he'd still be kind of manly. Yes. Like and he like, could build a cabin. Yeah. But he also... He's a modern Aragorn. But like in a sexy <laughs> way, not like a toxic masculinity way. Yes. Like you're like, oh, he can like... And then the most yeah. recent season, he's basically adopted... Yeah. 11 so you're just like oh that's very cute yeah, i like you, that yeah he's like keep these boys away it's very sweet totally on board with this yes. one uh what he's about a handsome you man i think because he's also he's tall yes he's like a dude he's a big guy um i watched a video of um his new york city apartment i really liked it it was well designed <laughs> what is that just out there in the world oh like a I think um, Architectural Digest went there. And, like, oh, ooh. they do like home tours of celebrities and stuff, and it was a nice place. I liked uh, the design; it was very cool. I would like to live there. <laughs> well, I'm very jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the person that I was going to bring up is so, as we all know, or rather, Jax, you might know. I don't know mm-hmm. if everyone knows. I've been watching the 911 series. <laughs> so before you can't I knew just say that, like people know what that even is. Correct. I had never heard of it before. I stumbled upon it on Hulu during my two weeks of fun employment before starting my new job. And I was oh, like, what's fun this? employment. I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember where I heard that, but now I say it. Um, some white people. Pro- oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> S- some young white millennials. Um, yes. So 
I was like, what is this show? It looked exactly like the soapy, trashy television I'm looking for without any meaningful storylines, but just a ton of hot, hunky dudes. But like the bread and butter hunky dudes, you know, like from back in the good old days when all it took to lead a movie was to be a hot, hunky dude beefcake, mm. but they didn't really care if you could act. Like mm, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. You know what Charlie I mean? Hunnam. Whoa! Shots fired! I but mean, I mean, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Um, also, I feel bad I made fun of white people a lot. I love white people. Oh, They're this great. episode? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, I mean. An actual problem with them, really. What, 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 you know, just the yeah. typical ones. Well, we're talking about a particular type of person that yes. I think everyone has met and has, oh, and has yeah. found annoying. Yes. Of all races, they could be. Um, okay, I thought I'd so. be apologizing to white people, but sorry, guys, I guess. Yeah, too far? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this guy is on the offshoot. So apparently there's like a 911 franchise. This is like a Ryan yeah, Murphy show. I had show. no idea. And then they have like a offshoot called 911 Lone Star, which for the longest time I was like, why is it called 911 Lone Star? Uh, spoiler alert, the entire thing takes place in Texas. <laughs> and like I was talking to Jax about this. And I was like, why the fuck is it called Lone Star? They don't bring it up in the season series ever. Like none of the episodes, nobody <laughs> says Lone Star. What does it mean? And she was like, you mean because it's the Lone Star state? And I was like, fuck everybody. <laughs> anyway, it's not important. I just want to bring you on this I ride like with me. That you work as someone who just has a bachelor's degree. It made me laugh even more because you're so <laughs> smart. And next to you, as you were asking this question about this dumbass show, are all your degrees on your wall, <laughs> like masters, PhD, Columbia, engineering. <laughs> and the like, boys are called Lone Star, though. They don't even call back to it in the dialogue. This <laughs> is just poor writing. <laughs> Oh, it filled me with joy. <laughs> so anyway, it takes it place might in be Texas. My greatest accomplishment in life. Long story short, there's it is so ridiculous. Like the mm. writing is absurd. Like everybody in this firehouse gets blown up in the first episode. Oh, it's incredible, and they have to repopulate it, and they do it by basically doing like one token person of every type, and they refill the firehouse with a Muslim woman, with a transgender black man, with a gay man, with a Mexican. Who, I was right. You later find out he's undocumented. I knew it was coming. Oh man. So anyway, one of every color is in there, mm-hmm. but it's the season. The series is headed by Rob Lowe everyone's favorite tan man um anyway his son <laughs> his son in the series who in the show is gay and i never met i meant to look up if he's gay in real life because that'd make me sad as if i had a chance his <laughs> name in real life is ronan rubenstein that's an interesting name Wait, say um, that again what is it ronan rubenstein ronan, he I plays like the name ronan. his he plays Rob Lowe's son, Can also a firefighter, a in his house. He His oh. backstory is that not only is he gay, he has an addiction problem. Oh, so no. like I said, everyone in this show has piled on like the most severe tragedies. Like It's, it's just ridiculous. Everyone's storyline is insane. Very handsome. He's so handsome. And like I said, everyone mm-hmm. on this show is a beefcake, so I'm just trying to pull them out one at a time, like you said, to not overwhelm everyone with the amount of good-looking people on this show. But it's like a real Grey's Anatomy situation where it's like uh, yeah. every episode they're diffusing a literal bomb and somebody's <laughs> dying, and also everyone's so freakishly good-looking. Yeah, he is very attractive. Yep. He's very cute. Good, good hair, too. Yep. Um, yeah, and then did I start watching the main 911 series after oh, this? Of course no. I did. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. did I spend my time doing that? Correct. Where does that one take place? That one is in LA. 
Gotcha. And Angela Bassett is, is it in called it. 911 City of Angels? No, but it's just called 911. <laughs> but it should Ooh. be called City of Angels. But there's like real deal people like Peter Krause. Um, Angela Bassett is in it. Um, oh, remember? Has what? anyone reminded them lately that they're actually talented actors? Right? It's so funny sometimes to like watch Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett have like an Oscar? <laughs> Somet- sometimes I watch Angela Bassett in that show and she's she has so much gravitas that oh, can't even yeah. be captured on the screen. It's like sometimes I watch her and I'm like, she must be. I, I don't know her career well enough to know, but I'm assuming she has a lot of theater experience. Oh, but like sometimes the way she's like projecting and pronouncing stuff, I'm just like, oh my gosh, she is such a theater actress. It's so incredibly dramatic and like, like big, you know, she, like playing no to the rafters. Like what room she would walk into, you'd immediately yes. be like, what? Everyone's looking Whatever at her. Whatever she says, By I the will way, do. She looks fucking gorgeous in this she's show. She's 61 years she old. She is so fucking hot. I cannot handle it she looks incredible um yeah and then connie Britton was in it who i was like was that connie chung no wait that's not the right name (laughs) i was like what's that connie woman connie chung but not but not asian first asked me about or like mentioned a connie and you said connie chung i was like what and then when i realized who you were talking about (laughs) i fucking died i was like you know connie chung but not asian i was like "What, what is this what is it Connie Britton. Yes. So real people are on the show. The original 911, not the Lone Star one. I mean, Rob Lowe's real. But the other the other actors on the show, I think, are less, very yeah. much less well known. At least I don't know them. But um, so Angela Bassett, this makes sense. She went to Yale for. Oh, OK. Yeah. She's like yeah. an actor actor. Yes. You're like, because you can. And this show, you can really tell. She yes. like, she's like, it's like she's like a vacuum in the scene. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like yeah. everything just like goes back to her and like gravitates towards her She's so she good. was nominated for an oscar yes i believe and then, it like a million other things yeah, yeah i know i can't believe it she's and she plays like this tough lapd cop street cop not even like a detective or whatever she's like a street cop badass yeah anyway so R- ronan rubenstein mm. mm-hmm. he's very sexy i agree <laughs> Um, my other one was Timothy Oliphant. Yes, he's mm. a great one. Mm-hmm. Classic. So handsome. He's aged really well, by the way. He has. Um, he uh, He's friends with Conan, which mm. makes yes. him like me even that. Nope, like him even that much more. <laughs> but also makes him like you even more. <laughs> <laughs> only. Um, I, I don't think I ever finished Justified, but it was a really fun show. I don't think I've watched it. I think you might like it. Okay. He looks good. I mean, I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I was trying to think of a hypothetical for you, but I didn't think of one. I did think of something better Ooh. from our last um, episode. Give it to me. About the... Like the the key the lock and key show about like oh, the, yeah. the the what what thing would I what have is, where you walk into the like? memories? Mm-hmm. So I decided a better one than a defunct Radio Shack or Best Buy <laughs> with just TV screens playing different memories, like a less pathetic and sad one would be an art museum. Oh. So you walk in and then like all the porches on the wall are the different memories. I like it. Yes. Maybe a sculpture here or there. Yeah. Whatever. I don't really know the rules of the lock and key universe and that particular nor do key. I. Um, but the head key. I was trying to think about like what are the things I do genuinely like? I really love art museums, I really love board games, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, board game doesn't really lend itself mm. to that. And so I was like art museum. I like it. 
there's a statue of Angela Bassett in there because you just think she's yes, the best. Of course. A shrine, really. <laughs> <laughs> Candles all around her. I like it. I had... I feel like there was one thing. Hold on. So I think as at work there was a... Um, remember if if it was trivia or what but we had a team at work and we won whatever it was and one of the things that we won was this little tiny mini card deck of uh it's called which would you choose and it's 50 amusing dilemmas okay oh is it like the 50 duck-sized horses or 50 horse-sized duck things or whatever yeah kind of same idea (laughs) you're like not at all but okay (laughs) you gotta pick one um, and this one was either you live in a tiny apartment in the center of town or you live in a little cabin in a secluded forest. Now. Ooh, that's tough. Say the town is just a boring, typical, that was judgmental, I'm sorry, just a typical <laughs> suburban town. You know, perfectly okay. You got one Chinese food place. You got uh, one pizza place, maybe two. One grocery store. One grocery store. One Thai place is coming into town, and a lot of people are excited about it. <laughs> you know, typical town. Yeah. Or a beautiful forest, but you're all alone. Hmm. I think... I wish I would say the cabin. We all do. Because I actually do really enjoy being in nature. And like when I have... I'm always surprised by that. Actually, me too. Because I say that. But then I imagine, for example, coming face to face with a spider. And not even a big one. And (laughs) I just know I would like burn the cabin down. But, you know, it's like I say that. But it's like I've I've been on a lot of nature-oriented family trips. Like, Mm -hmm. we've been to a lot of national parks. We used to go camping all the time every year. And so, like, in my mind, I do really enjoy those things. But if I really think about myself, and I'm really honest with myself, you know, Jax, like, I really face myself in the mirror. I know that at my core, I'm a lazy bitch. I'm a lazy, lazy bitch. So I would love to live in the center of town where I can just walk five minutes to the grocery store, five minutes to the Chinese restaurant, whatever. When I feel like there has to be a big old asterisk after I am lazy because neither of us are actually lazy. Like we actually work really hard. Yes. But in certain aspects of our lives. In our personal lives. Here and there. When it comes on to what taking care of ourselves, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Like we, we are not lazy when it comes to working really hard and going mm-hmm. above and beyond at work. But when it comes to personal like self-care stuff, we can be lazy. Totes. I showered today though, so <laughs> killing it. I didn't so high five <laughs> or shall i say fist bump no <laughs> no because I, I i've seen like a couple of documentaries of people who i think one of them was in south america um like and one of them was in like russia or siberia of like i think it was women both times maybe one was a guy people who've like this one woman i believe it was in russia she was out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Her whole family, um, I don't know if it was like after or during World War II, like she was a kid. And so the family just was like, fuck this shit. It's crazy. And they went out to like a very secluded place. 
And then it was like the parents and then like a couple of kids. And so they just stayed there and just made their tiny cabin home there. Hmm. This has taken a weird tangent. It was very interesting. And then she just like got old and still lived there. I'm sure it must be so peaceful. I guess then I would get lost in like the, well, and and I'm assuming like work-wise, like just assuming all those things are equal, like there wouldn't mm-hmm. be an issue of like, how would I have a job or something or whatever. Maybe you just live off the land. Live room. Yeah. Your whole day is spent being like, I hope I catch a fish. I, I need to cut down some trees today mm-hmm. and I hope I catch a fish mm-hmm. or I'll check my rabbit traps and I hope something's in them. It'd be cool if a bear didn't eat me. Right. I mean, I bet you... I would be happier in the cabin, but really? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, tiny town. Mm. The I am. I would be way too. I'd be way too scared of really dumb things in a cabin by myself. Just like, what if there's a monster out there? Oh, because <laughs> you're alone. Because I'm alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like an emergency situation, though you're you're like you're stranded, and I'm constantly always uh, thinking of the worst thing that could possibly happen and what I would have to do to get out of there, and so that would just fuck with my mind. And like every time I would hear a noise, I'd just be like, "Nope, I'm out." Mm-mm. And you'd just hear one sh- shotgun <laughs> blast, and I'd be like, "I'm done." <laughs> And then it was just like a squirrel on the window <laughs> still. Like, oh. Nope. So you wouldn't last it. long out there is what we're saying. Nope. Okay. So that was a very easy decision for you. Yeah. There wasn't even the littlest bit of back and forth. No. Uh, there's nothing attractive about that idea at all. No. I mean, it's less about, you know, I mean, this restriction isn't on it, but. It's less about the cabin and more about the seclusion. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I don't... I, I'd like a cabin getaway as much as the next person. What if you were married and it was just you and the person in the cabin? Oh, I'd probably murder him because I'd just be like, oh, it's just the two of us. I'm going to get so annoyed with you eventually. Um, I mean, maybe. But then still, if something happens, because I'm always thinking of the worst possible scenario, if he gets bitten by a poisonous snake and then he dies mm-hmm. and then I'm just out there by myself. Or like he has a heart attack and you're like, well, we're yeah. an hour away from the nearest hospital. Even if you just break your leg, then yeah, like, yeah. how am I going to get you to safety? Hmm. And I don't uh, have any mechanical skills to be able to fix or create anything. Yes. So I would be, again, I'm very pragmatic. I would not be able to, I mean, maybe I would. Who knows? Maybe I could figure some shit out. But it'd be a really sad lean-to for a while until I could actually, like, put something together that even closely resembled a house. You know? Okay. I like it. I like how definitive you are about it. I think I need people, even though I also don't like people sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Like, I, I do think... I think you're right. After a while, it probably... You know, I, I just said, like, oh, I'm sure I'd be happier in the cabin. That's not true at all. My own <laughs> thoughts are my biggest enemy. Like, oh, yeah. They're the worst. Why do I, I watch so much television? Yeah. Because I don't want to be lost in my own thoughts. God help me. Yeah. I am constantly playing something, a podcast, a television show, yes. or something. Even if I'm not watching it, it's in the background because I don't oh, yeah. want, I just need noise distraction. Yes. I can't hear myself. So. The only time it is silent in 
my apartment is literally just when I finally turn off my phone yeah. and go to sleep. Even when I go to sleep, I don't just like lay down and go to sleep. I have to like know that I'm going to lay down and like just like look on Reddit or yeah, something for a I little bit while thing. I go to bed because I, watch I just YouTube need videos to or something. Yeah, it's like to Power lull down. yourself into yep. your sleepiness and then you're like I'm going to sleep. As soon as I'm like, oh, I'm definitely I need to sleep now. Nope. It's yeah. never silent in my apartment. Okay, so we should both stay in the center of yep. town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we, yeah. Near to all of the mental health resources that are available. <laughs> of which there are none. Because <laughs> it's a small town. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought, of an, I thought of a hypothetical for next episode. Amazing. Nice. Um, thank you so much for listening. I usually it's like a month late, but I do post stuff on Instagram. <laughs> oh, uh, so I post this stuff for um, episode, uh, s- episode six. Yeah. And, um, you spoke about, give me a second to find his name. Cause I posted a picture of him. Um, Manny Montana. Oh Yeah. And I found Sorry, this I very handsome really picture of him. Oh, my God. He looks so good there. And it has gotten the most likes of anything, like, like so many. 122. Oh, shit. And I don't care about the likes, but I'm just like, the world I'm thrilled that people are into him because he is so handsome and yes. he does deserve more attention. Yes. And, like, the one interview I've seen of him, he just seems so gracious and sweet. Oh, love it. Weirdly, this beautiful shirtless picture of him that I also posted because I'm a pervert only got like two. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. I'm just sense. like, maybe people didn't realize that. Wait, is his head cut off in that photo? Yeah, Jack? a little bit because I wanted to show <laughs> his beautiful V. So really, the question is, why didn't people just like an, an, an anonymous I torso? Would. Y'all are fools. Why didn't people just like some pecs? I also said his name in there. Oh, people ain't reading. Oh. I mean, why would you? Look at this spot. Good heavens to Betsy. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. He looks good. Mm-hmm. That jury He's selection sorry. lady in Bones, she knows what I'm about. She would be undressing him mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Um, so I will try to be more on top of this and post pictures of the beautiful men who we talk about, including Johnny Lee Miller. Mm, so handsome. Make sure you find the nipple shot. <laughs> I mean, his nipples are in the, this one, but they're not. It's not close up enough. Oops. Um, to be able we need to a, we need see a profile them. view to really see the extension. <laughs> I'm sure nothing will go wrong if I Maybe Google Johnny Lee Miller's nipples. Maybe it was just like the one time his nipples were really just reaching for the stars uh, that day. But every other day they're normal. I mean, please do I'm Google okay Johnny that. Lee Miller nipples. <laughs> no long nipples. <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller plus long sharp, nipple. Sharp nipples. <laughs> just, just see what you get. Johnny just, Lee just, Miller. Just, just see. Sharp nips. Just, you never know. <laughs> you might get exactly what we're talking about. Uh, also, Adam Driver looking good mm. in a bathtub. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Yeah. Wow. And, then, and Aragorn. You know, if I was on Instagram... I would be all about this Instagram. Thank you. I appreciate that. Right up my alley. <laughs> um, cool. So check that out uh, like a month after <laughs> you hear this. It's just giving everyone ample time to really ruminate and think about the bodies of the men. That's all. Exactly. So yeah. You get it. We're not rushing people. Um, oh, it's uh, Owen Dar podcast on Instagram. 
O and the word and R. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.